Can you tell me what this is? Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> what is, what is, who are you? I'm Hughes of Hefner. Oh. Uh, <laughs> see? Yeah. I got little, I got, I'm, I'm trying to look like I'm a printer. Okay. Ah, <laughs> so I, uh, I, I was like, see? "What's this Infinity Gauntlet?" And I've got this. I've got. Shit. I've got. I don't know if you can even see it on no, the thing. No, you can barely. Probably yeah. not. But I've got some little colors on my chest here. I'll, I'll, I'll show you mine. And what are what are those for? What are the, the when you're like a printer? You have hues that you need to fill in. The oh, oh, I see. And look at this. He's really spared no expense here. <laughs> you're a menu. Yeah. Do you see what it is? You're a menu. <laughs> Yeah. The menu, oh, I get November it. 11, November, November, November 18th. 18th. I'm yeah. available in theaters November 18th. The menu. You're a menu. Reed Bernie. What's available? Stir fry? There's, there's steak, chicken, fish, and vegetarian option. Vegetarian option. <laughs> Well, who could resist? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bells and Wolves podcast, guys. Ryan Quigley, you for Bernie. Today we have a very special guest. Very if, special there, guest. If, there was, if there was ever a special... Dad doesn't know, but we say that every single time. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not a big surprise. Yeah. Every show does that about everybody. You're not a fan of the pod? Really? Yeah, you didn't invent that. <laughs> I had to say to Dad on the way out here, I was like... You, I realized that he didn't even know where he's like. So is it filmed? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a radio thing. You know what I mean? We're, just... we're on the radio. We're on AM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. We're on AM. Uh, we're on WFAM. WBAI. I know, right? <laughs> they did one about they interviewed Joe the other day. Oh, did they? Yeah, a little thing about uh, Chester oh, Bailey on the gonna, radio. That's gonna. Oh, be, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be it. Make all the difference. It's gonna really us. make a big difference. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Reed Bernie. Reed Bernie. Reed Bernie. Actor. Yeah, it's the big Halloween show. Actor. Is big Halloween. This is what's going Halloween. On. Yeah. You can take that. I'm now taking it off. It's approximately I, eight seconds. I said it before and I'll say it again. I really can't believe that you agreed to come to Astoria Queens to do Why this. Not? I, I know he's your son and I know I'm your son's wife, but there's no <laughs> you really shouldn't be doing this. This is not a good use of your time. Oh no, <laughs> it's great. It's really fun. He's it's an great. actor. He's a Tony Award a winner. Tony, what? He's a father. He's a, a father. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> a father figure. A teacher. A teacher. You did some. You did oh, some teaching do along your time. Teacher. You ever do yes. any philanthropy work? Absolutely not. <laughs> you see, they're the first person to ever. He asks this every single time. This, is the, this is the one thing yeah. we did invent. I know. Yeah, yeah exactly. We all know we have a couple things. We're going to make you sing. Are later. you going to ask me if I've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal savior? <laughs> we do that at the end. Okay. <laughs> we do that at the end. <laughs> but yes, my dad and castmate. Reed Bernie. Oh man, um, have you gotten your Chester Bailey ticket yet, America? What America, come on! I think I think Five everybody that ticket. has come so far is the entirety of our, <laughs> so our all two subscribers. Viewer, yeah, all of our subscribers. <laughs> yeah, it's well, go see it again. Go see it again. We've done pretty well, actually. The tickets, the yeah, the, the ticket sales have been pretty good. Yeah, so, we've yeah. been filling it up a yeah, little it's, bit. It's been it's been full. You know, I think the word of mouth on our play. Should we tell them what Chester Bailey? I is? I know we Tell we them. we do it at, we do it at last last week. 
um, I don't for know his... if we ever give it a proper summary, though. I don't think we have. But for last week, for his actual Halloween costume, it's true. Ryan was chesty, chesty Bailey. Oh, I threw on a robe, and I put, I, I did, I used What's two the... toilet paper rolls as fake Sweet. breasts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good, right? Been a lot of nice feedback on that, I bet. It did. The clip did very well. The clip did very well. It did better than we expected. Yeah. Well, that says yeah, a lot. Said, yeah. <laughs> I give the people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. But That's Chester amazing. Bailey, if you if you didn't watch last week's episode, which if you didn't, you really ought to. It's, you have to. <laughs> it's really, there's a lot of context. Last we didn't have a guest last oh, week. Just we alternate was, back and forth. Right, okay. <laughs> and we were both very sad that day. It was, yeah. It but was okay. um, Chester Bailey, if you didn't know, is at the Irish Repertory Theater on uh, 23rd, uh, 22nd West Street. West 22nd Street. I, oh, I'm yeah. going there every day. You'd think I know where I was going. Right. Um, mm. But uh, it's a play uh, about two men who are both struggling with reality. It's true. In some way. Good way um, to put it. One of them, one of them has been... Um, one of them has been injured but, uh, beyond recognition um, in 1945, and he has to deal with what that means. He won't accept it. And the other one's son is making him do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tickets will fly yeah. off the shelves. And the people love it. <laughs> people are crazy but about Ephraim it. But Ephraim and I uh, don't play father and son in the play. No. no. So that's kind of a nice twist on the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you're my doctor. Ed. I'm his doctor. Yeah. It's 1944, 45 mm -hmm. uh, in, um, on Long Island. And it's a beautiful, beautiful play. And Ephraim is fantastic oh, in it. They're both fantastic. And it, I'm pretty very, good. You're very good and, yourself. And uh, and we're having a really, really good time. And the it's it's one of the most beautiful plays I've ever been in. Yeah, yeah. it's really something. It, it's, it's it. I don't know what the the overlap between the people that want would want to watch a podcast like this <laughs> and want to see not. a play like, but yeah. perhaps overlap, a lot. Perhaps I, a lot. I, I think we get a, we're going to get a lot of overlap from all the people Google and read Bernie interview. Yes. Yes. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But no, Fantastic. it's a real moving play. Well, it, was, it made a, me cry. It did. It yeah. did. And you've seen it's it twice damn, now. Yeah, you've it's seen a damn it. good play. Yeah. And there are a lot of people looking up Read Bernie interviews because there's yeah. about 300 people that follow an account called Read Bernie two three uh, well like two three four two, three. and it's it, or something yeah, and it's pictures. got a big picture of you on there, but there's no posts. It's not uh, just as a PSA. You don't need to follow that account because it's not bad. <laughs> but it's getting tagged in all of the pictures. Of Is Chester it really? Bailey. Yeah, on uh, yeah on just oh, for Chester no. Bailey. There's a lot of. There's a Fraud. lot of things that are involving that. I went and I looked at that account because uh -huh. it says it only follows five people, none of which are your family members. Who are they? It's three people that I didn't bother to look at. Uh, One uh, account, which is like this big, fancy, like these two German twins right. that are like, you know, posting vlogs about their lives. And then there's one woman's weight loss journey. <laughs> What? That, it's the craziest thing. It's not Tom from MySpace? Am I following him? No, you're not no. following Tom. No. <laughs> I know, you unfollowed oh Tom. I unfollowed Tom. <laughs> um, well, that's crazy. I know. So Read you Bernie 323? Uh, or something like that. Something along about. the lines What's of that. What's the significance of 323? I'm sure it's there, were anyway. there were another 322 yeah, the, different right. versions of it. Wow. All right. Well, so just so you know, there's somebody going around disappointing. I do. I, I, are we using this as like the internet portion of the podcast? Yeah. The do you have a little... Phone? I have something that I've, I stumbled upon. We like to... When we have people of, of great import yeah. on the show, right? 
we like to see what the robots are writing about They're, us. The, the robots. This is uh, and this terrifying. is this is an esteemed uh, established uh, famousbirthdays.com. Oh, but yes. it has more than just your birthday. It doesn't have anything <laughs> too fun except like I'll read you uh, it says statistically I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You are a top 5 person with the last name Bernie on this website. Oh, so wow. it, it periodically, you know, it has yeah, all this personal it, it, like, information of like different shuffles. celebrities and stuff. Yeah, you're number three. <laughs> <laughs> Who's number one? I want you to guess. Do you have a guess? Uh, James G. No, no, no. It, Meredith Baxter. No, no. Last last name Bernie. Meredith Baxter Bernie. Oh, yeah, sure. Meredith no, Baxter. wrong. No. no, she's not in the top five. David Bernie. Yes, David Bernie is number one. May he rest in peace. God rest his soul. Who is David Bernie? <laughs> David Bernie was an actor who uh, was, I mean, I knew him a little bit and we never, I don't think we were related at all. Who's number two? Do you have a guess? No, I don't. Is it our, is Meredith it my Baxter. sister? Gus? It's Gus oh, Gus. Gus Bernie. It's How Gus sad Bernie. is that oh, that you, you didn't guess Gus? <laughs> Gus Bernie is who's, who's four and five? <laughs> Number four is James G. Bernie. That's there we go, our James great, great, G. great, great grandfather. Right, uh, uh, from Kentucky. Kentucky. Ran for president. Abolitionist. Uh-huh. Yes, that's right. Uh, uh, On the right uh, side of history. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, good guy. Yeah, good guy. <laughs> and then number... Five. <laughs> number five is Earl Bernie, who was a poet. Oh, I don't know Earl. G- Good old Uncle Earl. <laughs> He's <laughs> never a Canadian heard of him, poet. Never heard of him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. He studied at the University of Toronto. And you know what's even sadder is that I'm not anywhere on that no, list. No, but you might Give be it time. six. Might Give be it time. six. You, maybe one day you'll beat out Earl. Neither is Meredith Baxter Bernie. <laughs> no. Wow. No, so you, you know you're at least top seven or eight. <laughs> yeah, okay. you'd have to be. You'd have to be. Okay. That's all I have. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's, oh man. Does it say anything oh. about like you know? It didn't. It, any it, it intrigue? Have any? No. Any no. Drama? There, there wasn't no. much. That's. I was. I was searching, and this was. Did this. you look up my net worth? There's one of those that thing that's like, oh, oh I think oh, I'm worth like, millions you know, had, and millions of dollars. They always love to say that you're you're something I'm worth of a so much money. <laughs> Keep the ball in the air. I want to see if I can find this one. Really see quick. if yeah. you can find it. Because, no, because we've had people like we've had Gus has oh, come wow. on here, and they're like Gus is <laughs> Gus is one of the world's uh, youngest billionaire <laughs> <laughs> truly yeah truly yeah. Uh, yeah, i don't know where they get that information um, the, yeah they just like they, they imagine that you've got all the you know you get all the That's proceeds the coming from right. four friends yeah you're on one television show and you're a billionaire <laughs> okay okay this one all right i i found what i was looking for it's it's in broken english so so bear okay. with it's me. translated me. from nigerian I, i'm yeah. sure yeah Reed, who brought in three million and five million net worth, Reed collected most of his earnings from his Yeezy sneakers. While he had exaggerated, <laughs> while he while he had exaggerated over the years about the size of his business, the money he pulled in from his profession, real enough to rank as one of the biggest celebrity cash outs of all time. <laughs> His, his, ba- his basic income source is mostly from being a successful actor. Okay. Mostly. Yeah, that's okay. true. His has a whopping net worth of 5 to $10 million. Oh, thank goodness. Good ad- Lord. And then this is the best last sentence of the paragraph. In addition to his massive social media following. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's Couldn't really good, be, Dad. Yeah. Nice to know. Look at that. Nice to know. Billions so and billions of dollars. Congratulations. I'm thrilled. I'm glad I came out today. I didn't I know, know that you had Yeezy sneakers or something. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you ought to get talk some sense into in the Kanye. Yeah. He's going on something of a bend. If we want to get our our SEO, well, maybe oh. let's see what Kanye. What they say about uh, Kanye. Kanye. Maybe we'll it's, use he's look as up good the as same me. website. Kanye yeah. West. He just now. He well, now he's goes just in by, trouble now. Now he, he just now, by he now goes by Yay or Yay. Kanye. They, they he's the just con. been dropped by his team. Well, yeah, he's on Parlor with Trump, isn't he? And he's going to, he's going <laughs> to. If you're on Parlor, be sure to follow Bellhop yeah, Productions sure. also. <laughs> what if there were three accounts on Parlor? It's Trump, Kanye, and the Bellhop Bell Productions. Productions. Is that what it, he doesn't have a page on this website. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, he's it not fancy a, enough for that. Yeah. It's a crying shame. Yeah, that is. It is crazy how he got it, like how quick that all went down with him. Yeah, and I don't I even know if any of it. Do you think it'll even like any of the drama will even stick? I mean, he's got so I, much. I don't know. I mean, I feel like his downfall of... has been years in the making because there was a an episode uh, at the Emmys, I think, where Jack Lemon won an Emmy. No, I'm getting this confused. But Kanye <laughs> came Smith up on. Up it was a very much a Will Smith moment. He <laughs> yeah. came up on stage. Uh, when somebody else oh, you're with Taylor with Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah, exactly. Taylor Swift won the award. <laughs> right. And he said, I'm going to let you finish, but that's Beyonce really funny that you were that's thinking long Jack Lemon. There was another thing. There was, there was something with Jack Lemon, a similar sort of like, yeah. not a slap. Oh, but, I see. But, but anyway, the Taylor Swift thing's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's about what, eight or 10 years now. Yeah, probably. so the craziness was evident once right. upon a time. Right. And it's. And it, it's he he kept he kept like falling off, and then because he was associated with, associated with the Kardashians and everything, yeah, it was almost like he kept getting pulled back up. And it's like, no, he's right. fine. He's fine. They're yeah. putting him back on his feet. And now he's kind of alone, and he has no one. Well, to has, does he have any new music or anything coming out? He's got Donda Academy. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a huge, but yeah, right. He has he's all got that. The, this is his school that he that he runs. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very it's culty. It, they started <laughs> off. You pay fifteen thousand dollars. Is that what it is? Yeah, you pay fifteen thousand dollars for tuition. And you have to sign an NDA once you oh, go. Oh no! Once you go, Who yeah. Would send their child there. And you wear oh. you the, the uniform is his is his merchandise and whatnot. You Good go there God. and you sing you sing a little song about him in the morning. What, That's all I what know. What grades? I, I think it's K through twelve. <laughs> <laughs> it's K through twelve. <laughs> I think it is. No preschool. <laughs> is it like a boarding school? Or I think it, it might be. Like, oh my god! Because like imagine picking your kid up at three p.m. from, from <laughs> Day Donda Academy. <laughs> my god! I know that's horrible. And it's unaccredited. That this and is the last thing. It's, it's unaccredited. You don't get any credits from. Oh, it. so it doesn't count. <laughs> so it doesn't count. So, it oh, so it's nothing. They don't even. <laughs> Are there any students? You don't even yeah, I think there's. I think there's like a uh, right now. I'm the sure. next graduating class looks like it's about 60, 70. But I'm sorry, do they teach you music or something? Is I think they teach I... you how to be an influencer, or... <laughs> how to be important. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You can't possibly be. They can't be learning arithmetic <laughs> from Donda Academy, right? It doesn't seem that you would be. No. But, uh, you know, I think we're gonna have to do a little research about this yeah, now for really. next week. Do you think we should but... do kind of like a, a, a like a deep throat esque like under yeah <laughs> expose. <laughs> <laughs> I've enrolled. Yeah, right. In grade three. Grade See if anybody notices. I'm in. I have a little backpack ready for school. 
<laughs> little baseball cap. Yeah. I'm ready for my unaccredited glasses. <laughs> Hi, Mr. West. <laughs> but anyway, we're not, this isn't Kanye West's podcast. He's also, he's also we, we got people get mad if you don't say he's a, he's now a virulent anti-Semite. Oh yeah, no, that's big too. <laughs> well, there's that. There's that. that. That's yeah. the big. That's why he's in trouble ourselves. right now. Yeah, I we think he's to... probably always been. Yeah. I wouldn't say this is a new development, yeah, but uh, it's been revealed. He loves to get himself in trouble. Is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that, that's he that's, seems yeah. drawn to drama. In yeah. Some, yeah, right. Much, much like <laughs> found way. <laughs> An impressive way. Yeah, calling Dr. Freud. <laughs> Dr. Cotton. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dad's character is Dr. Cotton in that. You won't get that do joke. Do you want to do any spoilers? Because I want to ask you guys what happened. Yeah, ask us a couple questions about our show. I want to know what do you guys think. Well, I, go see the show. I don't, yeah, go like, see the show. I can compliment you. You guys know you're good. Blah, blah, blah. I want to get to the bottom of what you think. Because this is a question you always ask to people. Yeah. What do you think happens to the characters after the play? Where do you think you go? You have yourself. Um, you have like doubts about yeah. What do you think? How happens? that would maintain too? Um, my character, Doctor Cotton, is a very sort of um, by the book psychiatrist therapist type of guy in the forties, and so the, where he goes, I can't really spoil it in terms of the. Or thing you can. Of play. We can. We can. We can, we have the option to say, okay, if you want no spoilers, stop watching now. Go see the play. Right now. Right now. <laughs> Pause it. <laughs> Come back after. Come back. Okay, you've seen the play now. No, uh-huh. he makes a big uh, shift. There's a big shift in his personal ethics in dealing with Chester, right. who is uh, terribly maimed. And, yeah. Uh, you know, just what does a do- what is a doctor's job? Right. So yeah. he, you know, that shifts for him. Um. I think he, I think he... But you've also got your own personal life. Like, you go and you're... This doesn't spoil yeah, yeah, anything, he's... but you go and you kind of try and repair some things with your your family at yeah, the end of I, it. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like he has a, a life of quiet desperation, honestly. Yeah. You know, I yeah, I don't... I think he has had a life of quiet desperation, and he will continue to have a life of quiet desperation. Well, let me ask you, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. When we were rehearsing it, there yeah. was a moment when you... When we land, we ended the play, and you felt like, "Wow, this is much more dark and sad than it's ever been." Right? Are you still feeling that now? With uh, how we've, how we're ending it, how you're performing it. I, I feel it. I don't know that it lands that way with the audience or not. I can't I th- tell. I found it to be a, a, a tinge brighter, a tinge more than than when you saw it a year ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I, found it to be a I think that's more. that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it probably is meant to be life-affirming in a real way. And right. so for me to skew it darker, I think is probably not appropriate. But yeah. um, I do think that my character is, you know, one of a million billion people who sort of f- lives under the radar. And in this relationship, he has um, actually made a difference in ha- having yeah. led a life where he probably hasn't made much of a difference. Yeah. I think that's sort of the general trajectory. Right. And I guess it sort of depends on what you think happens with Chester going forward, right? Well, I've thought about this for a little bit. Um, I've done the plays so long at this point, it would be crazy if I hadn't. But um, I do kind of think that he... It, it it becomes maintained for a bit. Like I think that it can last the kind of the the way the play ends, I'm not gonna again, we won't spoil it, whatever. But um Chester 
is set up in a, in a, in a, in a different way. Um, and it's a lot of, just like most of the play, it is of his own kind of imagination and it's his own delusion. Um, and I think that probably lasts for a while, but I don't, how long I, do you think? I that's the thing. I don't. I don't think that it could. It can last for forever. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, and it doesn't. It doesn't need to. I. I've always thought that um, eventually he kind of starts to figure out what's happened to him. Eventually, right. And it's and then he really does. He he really is stuck. But I do think he always thinks that the the girl is is there. I don't think she ever goes away. Right, but that's what I... Yeah. Really? I don't think how so. Can, yeah. That's what I, I'll, I'll push back on you. Again, this is difficult to not do. Yeah, to not do anything. With, with spoiling, right? But how could you have some sep, like some grip on reality and still be attached to that? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't <clears> think that's possible. I think it's... I think... That's what I'm saying. I think it either happens forever or it lasts for like a year or two more. Yeah. Right? That's what and I. Then, well, that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, it? I think it right, could last then, for a year or two more. But I, I think that, I think that the way his mind works, he can acknowledge that you know that the stuff is happening. But I don't think he'll ever really believe that the girl wasn't there. I think, okay. and I think she, I think he can convince himself that she still. He has comes really to see him. Yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Right. Than the power of his imagination. And I and I imagine that as time goes by, he probably will just go deeper and deeper and deeper into this fantasy world right. that he's, he has created for himself. There's no reason not to. Okay. You know, um, right. he has no he has no family left and no friends left. And so the his mind would take care of him to that way. Okay, cool. There's, and he yeah. would be, you know, probably considered full on crazy. Exactly. Eventually. Exactly. But what's the problem with that? So let me ask you this. Yeah. So imagine that, you know, it continues on for how, how, however many years yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Do you think your character enjoys his work with Chester? Because for the most of the play, it's this incredibly frustrating journey for you, right? Right. Because my, my job is to rid him of his delusions. Right. And that's the main thrust is the, the, the conflict is he's completely delusional and I'm trying to bring him back to reality. That's mm -hmm. what a doctor yeah. would do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't think he enjoys it as the way we would think. Mm -hmm. I think he develops an enormous fondness for Chester. I think he's deeply, deeply touched by, by Chester and Chester's plight. Mm -hmm. And I, culminating in the big climactic scene where I think he really gets what is the end game? What, what do I leave him with mm -hmm. if I take away his delusions? So, uh, you know, that's... I've always that's thought... where the play goes. I've always thought that there's... And this, they would never do this. But I've always thought that there's an opportunity for an interesting other play where you have Chester maybe 20... 30 years down the line um, and he's still there and what his life has become right in this institution where psychology has changed over the years and people are actually more ah. accepting of him and figuring out what he's what he you know and I think you know yeah. that situation could be interesting you know I used to do that play the forgetting curve that reading I did so many readings of that play uh -huh. which was about the guy who was a real life guy who in his like 
early 20s um, made it that he couldn't remember anything for longer than 45 seconds. Oh. And he kept every every 45 seconds he would forget what he was doing there. Yeah. And he had to he had to stay in like a mental hospital for the rest of his life. Um, and over the course of it, his entire life, he had all these people who were, you know, younger, younger doctors that grew up around yeah. him and they had their careers based around him. And he right. would meet them for the first time every time he talked to them. Um, right. But um, it was always like, um, you know, they had this incredible kind of fondness for him and he was just this guy i think that's what i think chester would be similar thing you know because he's such a good guy yeah he you know he has he's an eternal optimist and he you know wouldn't hurt a fly and i think it would just they would take care of him and let him like dr cotton let him live in this yeah right and if so i think that's I think that's what happens. Yeah, it would be a ni- that would be a nice thing. That would be it a would nice, be a nice thing. He just kind of gets to live his life. Yeah, yeah. and then there would be you know a new kind of vanguard of of yeah. doctors and that would come, would come in and, and, and say, well, this is his story, this is his situation. And, you know, you know, we let him do it this way, and and all yeah. that. But you know, it's interesting to think about, though. Go see the play, go guys. Go, go see, see the, the play. play. If, you, if you if you if you had to drop out because you didn't want to listen to any of that, <laughs> you yeah, can come back. back now. Welcome back now. Welcome back. Now we have Reed Bernie back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. With Reed, Bernie. Reed Bernie's back on the show. Um, we wanted to talk. Where do you want to go? Well, what I wanted to talk a bit, a little bit about, because as much as we love and we're going to push that you come see Chester Bailey and put Chester Bailey out into the, into the world there, you've got a lot of other things that you've done over the course of the years. Um, a working you, actor. Yeah, a working actor. <laughs> where now, he, where he gets most of his money. <laughs> yeah. Most of Large it. Large portion. <laughs> we're going to probably, we'll, we'll talk about what you have coming up because you have, the the menu that's about to come out right. next month. Very nice. There he the poster right there. Yes, walking sandwich <laughs> board. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we but um, a lot of people know you. At least the people that I know have uh, know you from kind of the multiple Broadway runs that you've known. And I think a lot of people know you from your Tony and the Tony speech. And I would and, venture yeah. that more people yeah. know me from house of cards. Well, sure. I house of think, cards and TV things like sure, that. Sure, but sure. We're, you know, and we're going to talk about yeah. all that. Okay. In a, in a bit. Right. But I know I'm, I'm setting you up for, well, you see, this is the thing. Yeah. I, I, we, we like to try and set intentions, right. For everybody. And I think the goal for this episode is people should watch it and feel, how do you have a son like Ephraim? <laughs> is feel like they they should be able to, they should know how to win a Tony after they oh, watch bye. it. <laughs> no, because I, I before I even met you, I knew about this Tony speech because truthfully, it's one of my favorite lines ever. You said that you'd been acting for over thirty years, coming up on forty years, and only eight the last eight had been okay. Right. 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 The and math was a- off, though. <laughs> my math was off. <laughs> I said, I think I've been acting for 42 years, and the last seven were good. Somehow the math is off on it's it. It's okay. Yeah. We, can, we can round up yeah. okay, right. as we need. Right. There was a transition but, year. Right. That's, <laughs> I kind of, my favorite thing about you is the stories I hear from him. Because oh. him and I are both very frustrated people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to hear a little bit. You don't have to tell me every single bit, but can you tell the people a little bit about the bad years and how they informed this success that you eventually came to find? You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Um, 
Well, I came to New York in 1974. I dropped out of college because uh, I was ready to get going. <laughs> and um, <laughs> what went into that decision? I'm sorry to cut you off. I was at Boston University and yeah. I loved my freshman year. I had been accepted at Juilliard and, and decided not to go to Juilliard. Really? Because mm-hmm. I wanted some kind of college experience. I wanted to share a house with guys and even if i never went to a football game i wanted there to be a you know a campus mentality chug a beer or whatever yeah and um bu really wasn't that because it's an urban campus Mm -hmm. you know it's not like walking across the quad and (laughs) with your books under your arm Uh um but i love freshman year and i hated sophomore year almost from the first day i don't something something shifted and i just thought I gotta I gotta get out of here uh-huh so there was a, 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 a well, inciting like incident that, that got yeah. me down here which is a kind of a long story we probably don't have time to tell it but there was a show of somebody once came in school sophomore year came up to me and said they're making a musical version of the play look homeward angel and you would be great as the leading guy I didn't know anything about Look Homer Angel. I, you know, I had heard of Thomas well, Wolfe, you know, but this play had won the Pulitzer. Everybody's heard of. <laughs> this, the, the play yeah. had won the Pulitzer Prize, and there were people were turning it into a musical. So, yeah. um, through a family friend, I sort of wrangled an audition for this musical, and I snuck out of college and took the train down one day and auditioned for Look Homer Angel. Um, it was going to be done at Circle in the Square. And I, they were very nice to me. I'm sure they had no intention of even calling me back. But I, in my, you know, I was 18 or 19, uh-huh. craziness, I was like, this is mine. And so I thought I'll drop out of college and go to Circle in the Square. I'll be there when it's ready to be produced at Circle when, in the Square. When, like they'd be like, when they call where's, that, yeah. where's that student we want to put in our show? <laughs> he must be around. He must be near. Yes. Yeah. I mean, had you been acting before that, though? Well, I wanted yeah. to be an actor my whole life. So yeah. I had always sort of had my eye on the prize about, okay, cool. you know. But there but, are, you know, there's millions of people that are like that. Well, every, that you know, like, yeah, who? Everybody who does and, a play at school wants yeah. to be an actor. But, um, so I was the literally the first day I was at Circle in the Square, having moved to New York. Uh, they announced that Look Homer Angel was being postponed, and they were going to do a musical version of Charlie's Aunt instead. Nothing for me. So I was sort of like, "Geez, I'm I'm stuck here now." Uh-huh. Uh, but I got my equity card in. Uh, by December, I had gotten my. I moved you were in doing September. <clears throat> I, was, I did a, children's a tour theater. of children's yeah. theater cool. that was as gruesome and unpleasant as anything <laughs> really ever put on stage. <laughs> Two soft rock musicals, Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court. I was Sir Lancelot and uh, Swiss Family Robinson set in America. Mm-hmm. So not really Swiss in any way, but still called Swiss Family. <laughs> and I was the older brother of you know, and just. Uh, terrible songs, pre-recorded music, and we traveled uh, in a station wagon, an unair-conditioned station wagon, <laughs> for nine months from Maine to New Orleans to Florida, with six of the most unhappy people <laughs> ever <laughs> assembled. 
It was gruesome. And, yeah. uh, and that was, at, when that ended, that was the first time I thought, I have to leave show business. I mean, I'd been there for a year, and I was right. already like, I've got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I had gotten into an acting class when I first got to New York. A, f- a friend asked me to audition with him for this acting class. I got in. He didn't. Um, and, <laughs> and he's here right now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, that was, His name I was, was Ryan Quigley. <laughs> there was Ryan Quigley. I was in that acting class for about 10 years. And that's really where I feel like I got my sort of the base of my that's where training. You got your footing, yeah. Yeah. Just how to be a great actor. And, um, so yeah, that, and then whoops, oh, uh, within a couple it. of years, we do two years in. I think we did the acting class. Did a showcase, okay. and um, Sigourney Weaver was in class with me, and she had a couple of friends of hers from Yale Drama School come to see the showcase, and they asked me if I would play Sigourney's brother in a play that they were going to do a little showcase. Uh-huh. It was going to be at Playwrights Horizons. It was the second play ever at the old Playwrights Horizons on 42nd Street. And so I did that. It was six performances. And then at the last performance of that, a theater on Long Island called the Path Playhouse in Huntington, Long Island, had lost a play. And they came to see our last performance. And they picked us up to move out to Long Island. Yeah. (laughs) And it was... And at the last performance on Long Island... Sigourney had dropped out to do something else. At the last performance on Long Island, Marshall Mason and Anford Wilson from Circle Rep came to see it because they had lost a play. And they moved us into Circle Rep. And we were, at that point, like the hottest show in town. It was called Gemini. See, that's the big... If, if, that might not mean much to you, but that's that's the big your big that reveal, was the is sort that this of, was Gemini. The Gemini, was, and then yeah. it moved from Circle Rep to Broadway, so within a year, it had gone from six performances at Playwrights Horizons to being on Broadway, where it ran for four years. It's still in the top ten longest-running plays in the history of wow. theater. And I did it for two years. A really long time. Wow. Um, too long a time. <laughs> and uh, none of us in, the, in that Broadway production had any experience with long runs. So, and nobody was really minding the store. So the show sort of fell apart in weird ways. And, uh, but we were the first play that had commercial, a television commercial. Yeah. That's, and the television commercial is on YouTube. You can see it. And it, it made a huge, Uh huge, it had these two sort of lines that at the time, everybody in New York was quoting. I'm not hungry, I'll just pick. Picky people pick Gemini, Broadway's longest-running comedy. Take human bites. Viral before viral existed. Uh-huh. And so the take television... Take human bites. Take human bites, and I'm not hungry, I'll just pick. Um, we're too huge. Yeah. You'll, when you see the commercial, you'll, you'll understand. So um, that contributed to the huge success of that. And... In many ways, it put me on the map and also was a huge problem. I didn't have the lead in the play. I was a, sort of an essential secondary character. Uh-huh. 
and I think you it were the was, you, you were the guy that the lead kind of falls in love with. Yeah, it's a, a brother and sister from Harvard who surprise her boyfriend in South Philadelphia on his birthday, his twenty first birthday, and in the course of the play, he confesses that maybe he thinks he's in love with not her but her brother, uh-huh. who is completely oblivious to all of it. The the personification of callow youth. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's that's what sort of bit me in the butt ultimately is that I was playing this sort of cutie pie callow youth and it was so successful that I think one of the problems was casting people and everybody's like reads callow he doesn't have any sort of depth they didn't think that you could do anything that I couldn't do anything but be cute Uh and so uh that it, it but where it, were you, know, you getting all the why weren't you getting any of the cute parts yeah well also There's at plenty that of time, guys like that now that was you're a looking time, at two of them, like two of them. <laughs> that was a time why didn't you start a podcast it was it was pre-youth culture there wasn't the interest in you know at that point 35 year olds still were playing 18 year olds Right. Yeah. And shortly after Gemini came the Breakfast Club, and that's what changed everything. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's when it suddenly was like way cool to be really 18. When I was really 18, it wasn't that cool. Uh, and see. it was also the era of De Niro and Keitel and Pacino. So to be super waspy was, not, you know, you only had Robert Redford was really the only sort of waspy uh, movie yeah. star. So I was sort of at the wrong place at the wrong time. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. For a long time. And here you are again. Yeah. But if you had In said to me, <laughs> if you had said to me, yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you had said to me when I was 22 yeah. and in Gemini, just wait till you're 54, <laughs> things are going to really turn around and be fantastic, I would have jumped off a bridge. Right. Yeah. So what kept you going? Because I well, have no idea what kept that, me going. I tried to leave several times. Right. It was incredibly dispiriting. It was incredibly depressing. I, I continued to work, but always sort of like in, you know, off, off Broadway or regional theater. I went twice without uh twice for one year without any work and in one of those years without any work uh, i didn't have a single audition so you know i borrowed money from my parents and um you know it was it was a really really rough time i i when i was 26 gemini was i was 21 or 22 um, when I was 26, I got this movie Four Friends with Arthur Penn, uh-huh. who directed Bonnie and Clyde and The Miracle Worker was a yeah, famous very American fans. director. And But this was sort of at the end of his career. Um, it was written by Steve Tesich, who had had a huge hit with Breaking Away. And so this was sort of the fallout from Breaking Away for him. But it was, it, it was a wonderful movie, and at one point... Um, I was told that every agent in America would call me up to represent me because I had a, a fantastic part in Four Friends, but the movie didn't do well. Uh, so it doesn't do anything for you to be awesome in a flop movie. Yeah. Uh, well. So, um, you know, it's sort of, it was a lot of like that. And then after yeah, Four see. Friends, uh, there was a great expanse of desert. Um, yeah. Quite literally, you were going around the world. And then when I turned 31, I had a a sort of an epiphany one day when I was walking uptown after a bad audition. 
And I had really felt like, this is maybe too dark for your, your show, but I really had a, 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 I felt like show business was killing me. Yeah, I right. could. I felt like I was dying and I felt myself literally shrinking. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't be with people when I would, I would go into these rants about my career. And I, I was, it was hard to be around me, I think. And walking uptown this one May day in 85, uh, a little voice said in my ear, take a trip around the world and um, go do all the things you've always wanted to do that you never let yourself do because you were in this dysfunctional relationship with show business. My grandmother had died and left me some money. I went home and said to the lady I was living with, if nothing happens for me in six months, I'm going to take off and travel around the world. Nothing happened for me. And I did. In December yeah. of 85, I moved to Paris for five months, and then I took off with a backpack and um, went around the world. Southern Hemisphere, went to Africa and Bali and Australia. And um, That's so fucking cool. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It's still one of my proudest accomplishments. Right. So how long were you, how long were you traveling you about? Like a year, year to yeah. the day. A year to the day. Yeah. And there's some and crazy stuff with like... Us having weird psychic things. Well, there's, this, you, is, this was yeah. one thing. I, when I was in Australia, um, I had met some nice, wonderful people, and they, they took me to this um, little island in New South Wales, um, Phillips Island, where every night thousands of fairy penguins come out of the water. They come out. And, and they... nest in the dunes. Uh-huh. And so you can go um, and sort of sit in the dunes, you know, wrapped in a blanket. And at dusk, these it, the water starts to churn, and these penguins come out. It's an astonishing thing to see. Anyhow, I had a picture. I have a you know all of my trip in scrapbooks and things like that. Yeah. And when Ephraim was born, you were I don't know how old you were. You must have been like four or five, not very old. But I was showing him pictures from right. the trip, and I we got on this picture which was just a picture of a sand dune that i took before you know waiting and ephraim said that's where the penguins are whoa <laughs> oh and there was i a, almost don't like that that's creepy it was wild this and then it all there, makes sense now and then there was <laughs> yeah, why another, I'm and then he said chester bailey, chester bailey. <laughs> when i was i was in bali and i got really sick i got incredible bronchitis and i had a huge fever and i was sick in this bed in this grass shack miles from nowhere uh -huh. um and i took a picture of the sort of unmade bed like documenting that's where i was so sick and ephraim looked at that picture and he said that's where you were sick what <laughs> you bastard you ever do anything <laughs> like that you piece of crap <laughs> psychic and that's the end of his psychic ability. There's never been anything since then. And I, and I thought, and you hadn't said anything since. <laughs> I said, I said one I'd day say. my dad's going to be in Casa Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, just to sort of wrap yeah, up the, up, the, you know, right. I've tried to leave three times in those 35 years. Um, in 1994, uh, I went to a, career counselor who had successfully rehabilitated several of my actor friends and and i you know it's like 
rehabilitated you mean made them not want to be an actor anymore. Gotten them out of show business. (laughs) They were all, they, you know. (laughs) Make them abandon their dreams. Exactly. And they were all happier than they'd ever been. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, please do it for me. And um, after three months, she said, I got really bad news. You're an actor. Wow, that is really bad news. But I think you're right. You could. You should have said, "Why? Why couldn't you say this at the very beginning?" You know, we had to go <laughs> through the process. This, we had. To, I had to do all the after exercises. And, yeah. Imagine you go to a therapist, and, and like, after twenty five sessions, you're like, "I'm sorry to tell you that you're depressed." Yeah, yeah. beats me. Yeah, and there was no money back guarantee. Yeah, beats so, me. Yeah. Anyhow. By the way, here's the invoice. Yeah. So oh and God. ever since then, you know, it's like, yeah, I, you know, this go round. Yeah. That's what I am. I'm an actor, and. And there have been difficult times since 1990. It really wasn't until 2008 and Blasted, the play I did at New York Theater Workshop, that things shifted. Uh And that was a play, uh, the Sarah Kane play. It was the New York premiere of this play. I knew nothing about Sarah Kane or Blasted. Uh, I didn't know that people had been waiting 14 years for this play to come to New York. And um, it was... A 75-seat theater, I got paid $260 a week. You know, I the play I had done just before that was a catastrophe. I had seven lines, and I thought, oh, well, my career is over. So when Blasted came up, I thought, well, I'm just going to – it's just going to be for me now. I'm only going to do things. I, I had done this play before Blasted because I, it was at a nice venue, and I thought – it's uptown and this will be a good career move was not. And so I thought from now on, I'm just going to do stuff for me. No one will see blasted 75 seats. And it's a crazy play. And everything changed uh, as a result. It became this sensation in New York and, and exposed me to a lot of young playwrights and directors who didn't know me. It was a kind of part I'd never really played before. It was like an incredibly bad guy. And I'd only ever played sort of nice, waspy gentlemen. Right, 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 right. So he, he, you eat a baby in it? Oh, I mean, (laughs) I get my eyes ripped out, sucked out of my head. I get raped by a gun. I mean, it's, you know, something for everyone. Yeah, right. Uh, Light. Deep in life, yeah. It's like the bells and whistles podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Podcast. <laughs> so anyhow. Wow. What else do you want to know? Yeah, well, I, the, well let me... You go ahead. Well, let go me ahead. ask. I'll, 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 because I'll, get, I'll you, get mine in the end. You, yeah, <laughs> you say all this stuff, and you've, yeah. and you've... And this is kind of... You've been it's, your experience with it. And I feel... I feel like there's a lot of people that feel this way. Feel there's what a, way? How you feel, how you felt. Frustrated. Frustrated and, and stuck... And th- you can tell them to just keep doing it, yeah. and and maybe that's all you can tell them. But I'm curious if you think that it is like, if it is finding that good acting class, if it is finding the a play that inspires you or something like that, is yeah. there, or like the like the thing that you said when you started doing it just for yourself, the stuff that you were interested in, you didn't care about it from like a a place of like. Career, career yeah, yeah, political expedient, none of that. Is that like actual advice that you'd give a little boy like me? <laughs> well, <laughs> like you know, sometimes you're not in a position to be snobby. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just like, I got to get a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a job that's going to pay me a little money. Uh, I got to do it. 
Um, but I had done that for decades. Yeah. Um, you know, with the, the Tony Award and the speech and everything, people started coming up and saying, your speech inspired me so much. And, and I felt a little guilty because I thought, you know, I, I became the poster boy for perseverance. And they're going to turn 60 and be like, that Reed Bernie said I was going <laughs> to... Where's my fight. Tony? Yeah, where's yeah. my Tony? <laughs> um, I don't know. There is no secret. There is no There's secret. There's no formula, right? There's no magic code for, you know, I think for me, I, I, I didn't want to be famous just to be famous. I thought if, if I got famous, that would be great, but it would be more important to me that I'd be famous for being a great actor. Mm -hmm. So there came this point where I just thought, I felt so profoundly compromised by doing that crummy play for the wrong reasons. And it didn't pay off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even though $260 wasn't going to pay anything close to what I needed things to pay for, mm -hmm. at least I had my, felt like I had my integrity. And that was important to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all you so, can really say. So, you know, some people yeah. don't care about their integrity and that's yeah. no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're I did. two of them <laughs> <I know. laughs> doing this podcast. I, I did. So, yeah. um, you know, and I've done, I've done stuff I'm, I'm not proud of and stuff that, you know, I shouldn't have done. But, uh, it's what you have to do. You know, to, you, right. But the payday was good. It's like, well, okay, it's a crummy thing, but it's going to pay for a year for the family. So right. yeah, you do that. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. I'll, so, I'll, speaking of the menu. <laughs> no, 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 no. One more thing. One yeah. more thing about everybody's past. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can go on to the menu. So Ephraim pops out. You have a kid. <laughs> right. Did you have a little did, guy? Did you always know that he was going to be an actor? No. No. You had no intention of that. He no. found out and yesterday then, uh, on and stage. Then actually, an even an even more important question. Yeah, you have this infant that's vomiting on himself. <laughs> do you ever let yourself dream? One day I'm going to do a play in New York City no. with my little boy. Never in the wildest dreams. It would never have occurred to me. I don't think it occurred to me until there was the actual conversation about having of doing it. You know what I mean? It's that's just cool. uh, we had done a reading together once. Wasn't that the only? Yeah, we had thing done we did one together? reading together. One once. reading together. And he didn't talk to me the whole time. <laughs> wasn't a very good play I think I was just wondering why I was there um, uh, no but you and Gus knew pretty early that you wanted to be actors the thing the question I get asked a lot is did you ever discourage them from being actors and I I never did yeah that's tough to do well yeah, yeah. any actor will tell you that everybody they know tells them not to do it no, it's true. I and, <laughs> I say whatever you do, please stop. You know, it's like I didn't. I mean, that's so boring for people to be like. If you can do anything else, do it. <laughs> They'll figure it out on their own. Right. I mean, we all will figure it out. I try to leave, and if it gets to the point where anybody, it's not making you happy anymore. I don't think there's any shame in leaving show business mm. at all. You know, you wake up and you're just like, this is not fun anymore. I do not want to do this. This is not how I want to spend my life. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's none of my business how you want to spend your life. If you want to be an actor, then I'll do what I can to help you. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. like come on your podcast. Yeah, come on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll be that'll be it. That's what you need, huh? <laughs> That's cool. Man. But you're not just you're not just a theater actor. You've done you've done a lot of stuff. You've done you know you've done what we're about to talk about. Well, you've done the menu, which is coming out, and I think people are fairly excited about that. I haven't I, seen it, so I I have no idea. Is, I, I but... hear it's good, and uh, <laughs> uh, I know that I. Was in Savannah a year ago for two months and had an incredibly wonderful time yeah. doing it because we were there, you know, we were all in the restaurant the whole time. Like most movies, you would show up and I've got two days or I've got a week or, you know, if you've got a really big part, maybe you're there for a good part of the run. But um, we all were there the whole shoot. For real. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it was like being in a play. It was a great group of people, a great company of actors. Lots of them had done plays, so we yeah, had that in common. Yeah, get to hang out. And, um, uh, you know, and, and today would be your big scene and tomorrow's my big scene. But on your big scene, I'm out of focus in the background and we're just having a ball. Hanging out. Hanging out, laughing our heads off. So wow. uh, it was an unusual movie that way. That the whole company was there the whole time. That's very And our cool. director, Mark Mylod, who is the, one of the directors of Succession, and he had done Game of Thrones. He's a great, great guy and a wonderful director and really funny. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, really encouraged sort of a light, easy set, very collaborative. Um, you know, call him over. What if I did this? That's interesting. Let's do that. You know. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Let me ask you, and I don't think this spoils anything for it because it's in all the trailers. But yeah. you're you're a little guy. I don't know what his name is. Richard. That. Richard. You Richard. a lot. You play a lot of Richards. I was um, Richard in Mass too, and yeah. a very similar character. So it's, it's <laughs> sort of like Richard from Mass goes out to dinner. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> the the, you know. the other name for the menu. Yeah. <laughs> Richard from Mass goes out to dinner. Um, yeah. But Richard, um, in the trailer, from what I'm seeing, uh, I think they just released a new clip today. Um, little, you, you get your little finger little, cut off. Your little ring finger. Cut your off. little finger, you gets gets cut off. And I know when you did that, they had to make a whole hand for you. Yeah, it was fun. They had to make a whole. They, they gave you a fake hand. They gave me a fake arm. A fake arm? Uh -huh. I did a cast, uh, really up to here. So that when uh, this is a spoiler, I don't know. Uh, no. So that when it, the the moment happens, it's this hand. Um, they put they put the fake arm in my jacket sleeve, uh -huh. and you know wrapped my real arm behind me so that they could Go see the whole shot of me standing there. And then, so you see the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. What I want to know. There were I think there were five hands they had five so they could do it five takes what i want to know is where's one of those hands now <laughs> no i should have i know it's like because you got five of them made did they do did they use they all five i think we did but they could have given me one of the fingers <laughs> i think it would have been great to have you yeah, know for my memory hang book. it up on the wall i would love, I would love a, a big arm bernie arm yeah. <laughs> put above the tv yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I didn't ask. I just uh, it never occurred to me that I have one of those. Yeah, Talk what are you gonna do with those? Thing. Yeah, uh, can I have one? <laughs> one of those hands. <laughs> you walk around for Halloween. You have three hands. Yeah, <laughs> looks like yours. 
It really did. did I mean, it was it did a great uh, job. Identical. Identical. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Well, it's got all the same veins in my hand and everything. It's really crazy. wild. Yeah. Well, we're reaching on an hour. Do we want to do some quick fire questions? This is I'll do you do one better. Time. What you got for me? We have a little twist today. Folks. Oh, a little twist for random uh, question. Jana- Normally, we just ask people random questions. Okay. But today, since we have so nervous, I, you should be nervous. <laughs> There's a lot. Of, this is very high stakes. <laughs> I don't have my phone on me. This this unitard no, I'm wearing is, doesn't have any pocket. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think we do. I don't think we do a timing thing. Mm-hmm. I found specific father son dad quiz questions oh there like you the go. newlywed game okay uh-huh. so i'm actually going to be asking you oh this is good all right something and that we can you clip. say <laughs> how correct he is oh okay okay there's there's 25 questions we're just gonna no. we're gonna go with the we're gonna do, do five or ten and yeah. do the do the all right a, a simple one okay how old is dad I think you're, I believe that you are 68 years old. Correct. Wow. Okay. Is dad allergic to anything? No, you're not allergic to anything. Nothing? No. Penicillin? Nothing? Maybe hay fever? (laughs) Really? I mean, who knows? Where did I get these from? Yeah, just lucky, I guess. (laughs) What, how about that? All right, we're getting a little steamy here. What's dad's biggest pet peeve? Uh, Oh, uh, show business. (laughs) (laughs) Actors. Actors. (laughs) <laughs> I can't stand sneezing. Really? Oh, but you sneeze all the time. I know, but I hate it. I hate sneezing. So what's someone supposed to do? They, they, somebody watches this. They, this is their big opportunity. No, it's it's not them. your sneezing. You can sneeze all you want. Oh. I hate sneezing oh. myself. Oh, but we're you talking were, about what yeah. other people. You were what other people do. Yeah. You were. I remember as a little as a young man, I couldn't get anything done without you would give me manners on like you know. You're like, uh, this is how you, this is the right fork. Or, or you know. I know. <laughs> um, I've heard tell about uh-huh. Manners uh, with Max. Hey, shout out to of, Manners yeah, with Max. One of the huh? things I really <laughs> stressed <laughs> with you guys is chewing with your mouth open is I have a problem with that. Yeah. That's I a do it one. all the time now. <laughs> just despite it. What year? Well, no, that's that's annoying. How about what's dad's favorite dessert? What do you have dad's favorite? Dessert. I have a better one if you think you that's might know You might know that. Oh, um, what I'm it? trying to think. Um, I'd say I'd say if you had to have a favorite, I'd say creme brulee, but wow. perhaps not. No, what do we make all the time? Oh, well, we make chocolate fudge. Hot fudge sundae. Hot fudge sundae. Hot fudge sundae. Nothing wrong with that. But I would say, was that your favorite? I what would say, say if I okay. Desert Island pick, I would say hot fudge sundae. Hot okay. fudge sundae. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's dad's favorite form of exercise? Oh, you well, you've changed over the years, but my 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 the classic one for me is you on a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite for your form of cardio is you hop on a trampoline. It's fantastic. <laughs> How long would you do? You do it for like an hour, like forty five minutes. Yeah, you jump on that thing for forty five minutes. <laughs> I know it's insane. <laughs> oh you know, God. summertime, I I'll swim. Okay, yeah. sure. You'll do, do swimming. Yeah. You'll do some wintertime. Yeah. It's it's easier, obviously, to jump on the trampoline. But oh, I gotta yeah. get but you don't. I don't feel like I see you do it much. Anymore. No, I I, yeah. I haven't because I when I you know came back to the city after the pandemic. Um, I you don't have went the right. In, I went right into rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. So you know now I think I'll get back on the. You get back in, <laughs> get back on the trampoline. Into, into, into <laughs> jumping. It's not that pretty. 
Like what do you call? What do you like? Is there like a verb for jumping on a trampoline? Well, rebounding. Is, Reba- is oh, the rebounding. Term. Rebounding. The rebounding. Wow. Rebounding. And the trampoline rebounding. is called a rebounder. Oh, there you go. Wow. Look it up. Google it. Yeah. Google it. <laughs> hey, Spon- we need, sponsored we're by all, Rebound. We're always looking for sponsorships. <laughs> uh, the, where I found it, but I got I, I lost. What phrase does Dad say the most? Oh, oh what do you always what's, say? What's, what do I what's always say? A reed birdie. Phrase? I don't know if you have a real phrase you have um you have um well the thing that i always quote you quote you on because you'll have like little kind of things that you say you'll say get your shoesies <laughs> get your shoesies i've been saying that for 26 uh-huh. years have you, <laughs> have you got your, your shoesies. shoesies on yeah or you, you'll say that <laughs> okay. you know i think one you thing do. i what i find i'm saying a fair amount recently in the last year or so is uh-huh. i'm not gonna lie I'm not going to lie. Or you're like, (laughs) I'm not interested in your podcast. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I will not be listening to you. I will be not listening. That's everybody's catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) Who's dad's best friend? Oh, well, at at this point, again, you've you've kind of cycled through them. I'd say Tom Alino. I'd say Bob Bacardo. I'd say Frank Langella. Um... I'd say any of these guys. Peter Friedman. Peter Friedman. Yeah, Peter Friedman. Yeah, I have a couple of, of good buddies. I'd say Ephraim Bernie's one of my best friends. Oh, that. Oh. Now, hush. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> not moving, after this moving on <laughs> what's dad's favorite movie and then i'll give you one more oh um you have a lot of you have a lot of favorite movies i'd say maybe adam's rib that's one of them yeah i'd say adam's rib or um it's a wonderful life wonder it's a wonderful life you love i like gone with the wind even though that's not pc anymore but um Dude, yeah, I, I've got like, five or six movies that I'm crazy about. And then actually, I'll do the t- TV yeah. show as well, and do TV show as well. Dad's favorite TV show. Oh, I don't know. Dateline. Probably <laughs> you Dateline. Watch, you yeah. watch. Murder reconstructions. Yeah. Can't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually with you. And then this is my favorite one, number 23. What does dad love most about me? <laughs> <laughs> that I'm his best friend. <laughs> No, uh, I don't know. I think I think you um, you always you always say I'm very classy. (laughs) It's classy, which I think I think if you've met me makes more sense. Clearly, right now I don't look not at all, not even a little bit. Yeah, this is a breach. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, hey, good on me, huh? Yeah, classy. And I knew a lot of them. Also, I think Ephraim's really funny. Oh, I think he's okay. I think I, I think people tend to uh, not clearly not if you watch the podcast but again if you know me I am pretty the camera's funny. off the camera's off yeah well pretty now good. listen we tend to we tend to wrap things off I don't have the courage to make you do this <laughs> I don't either but so the, 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 I'm not going to sing a song yeah no, what we typically do is we make people not, we sing a little dare. song I'm when they're pitching it's fine but you don't even um, have a Facebook to I know there's nothing for you to f- <laughs> so. but but I'd say as we wrap it up you have a lot of things that you want people to check out clearly not your social media but our play Chester Bailey and the menu come see Chester Bailey. Come see the menu. If you uh, haven't, I, I really would uh, encourage everybody in the world to watch Mass, my movie Mass, which is on iTunes. And where and can they find it? Isn't it on Hulu? Wasn't there? It's a on, time Hulu, it on Hulu, but it's got commercials on Hulu at very inopportune moments. And uh, I think it's two ninety nine on on iTunes and Amazon. 
Okay. So that's okay. that's the thing. That's the, one of the performances I'm most proud of. That's in a great my, in my life. That's a really it. great one. And we'll have um, to bring you back on and talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah. What else do I have going on? Uh, really this is, there's a little movie coming out November. The menu, 18th. but I don't. I mean, I I, I go see it. Go, I haven't yeah. seen it, so I don't really even know how to. <laughs> it could be bad. It could be terrible. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be great, and I think you should catch it at your local AMC. <laughs> I'm one of 16 people in it, so it's not like you know a great tour de force. But uh, I think so. I have. It plays well. It's a great double, you know, double feature with Mass. With Mass, it's <laughs> the life and time. Times of Richard. Times <laughs> <laughs> of Richard. Uh, hey, Walter all those, Mitty. Link, links to all those things are going to be down below. If you want to support us anymore, you can go on teespring.com and buy a t-shirt or a mug or whatever. If you made it this far in the YouTube video, it's very important that you like and subscribe. Uh, or you watch the shorts. Just go through the playlist. The watch time helps us out. If you're listening on any of the audio formats, whether it's Apple, Spotify, mm-hmm. Linux, <laughs> Ask Jeeves. You've been working on that joke. <laughs> I saw you were workshopping I've, I've, that. I've been workshopping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please, five stars. And if you can write uh, a review, that's what really helps us. Just, you know, it good boom five stars that helps us out more than you can imagine and we yeah. also have a couple channels I, I know we also have a, a couple channels that I I love to I love to manage in my in my downtime <laughs> if you if you've gotten enough if you haven't gotten enough of, of us off of bellhop productions you can all you can mosey on over to a couple of other channels we have we have uh, three ways to survive currently with two videos <laughs> <laughs> We have less videos than we have ways to survive. <laughs> but it is over there. And if you'd like, we can go check out. We're currently workshopping a way of making that happen. I have to send Ryan some footage. <laughs> Any day. Any day, Any day now. Uh-huh. Any day now. Um, it's going to be just in time for Thanksgiving. Yeah, just in time for it. <laughs> 2025 um and if you if you don't like if you don't like anything spooky like that it is spooky but it does have gus bernie on it um you can mosey on over you can mosey on over to our other channel which is uh another fucking let's play um again two videos on that channel as well i think there's like six oh there's six they've we've been posting more and i haven't been watching i'm so sorry um but they're up there you can check them out if you like video games we're currently playing we're currently playing (laughs) We haven't, pl- we haven't plugged that damn thing up uh, in seven A year months. ago, we played a bit of Pokemon <laughs> Diamond, and it's up there. <laughs> Part of it. You can, And you can check it out right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Read Bernie again. I, I, I've never truly thanked you. This is more sentimental than it, than it oh. needs to be. But thank you for giving me this guy. <laughs> That's number one. Because I would, we none of this would have happened without that. The two of you are uh, hilarious. It's <laughs> clearly not, but, <laughs> but uh, and then it's it's. I, I know my role in this story. I'm I'm the snot nosed kid from down the block that you have to feed sometime. I know that. <laughs> and if that's the ceiling of whatever happens, I'm grateful to bask in your greatness uh-huh. and and thank you for giving me my friend. And so also, sweet. there's really no reason for you to have done this podcast. <laughs> I don't know why you did this. Hey, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> and, this and, is... and Dad, thank you for giving me Ryan. <laughs> My thank pleasure. You for, Ryan. Thank you for, thank you for uh, introducing us on the, on the set of on Circle of Threes. <laughs> Connecting talent. Connecting company. talent. Thank you for getting us involved with Jody Prusan, uh, the Starlight Foundation. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, shout out to the Starlight Foundation. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to have to bring it out here. And thanks for watching, guys. Reed, thank you very much. My pleasure. You got anything you'd like to say? 
I'll see you at the next uh, spring sing. <laughs> Guys, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Or third grade. Like, you know how they make kids do like little spring shows? Yeah. But they're never any acting. It's just they just sing. We sing yeah. that song. I had to sing that song. The Mr. Ed the theme song? Yeah. Yeah, and you had I, to sing I, a solo? No, I know it was not a solo. <laughs> it was choral. <laughs> no, the Mr. Ed theme song and choral interpretation. Yeah, exactly. And we, 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 my buddy George dressed up as a little horse. <laughs> Were you like? Was it like one of those two man ones? Where I you... think I was a cowboy for some reason. Okay, I don't know if that makes sense though. <laughs> but I did dress up as well. Cowboy. You you had a horse, so you could get away with a cowboy. Mr. Mr. Ed was. I, I watched that show. Oh my cowboys. god! I've years yeah. watching Mr. Ed. Really? Yeah. Was it one of your favorites? <laughs> you know, was it one of my favorites? It was on. It was you know on, what I mean? Right? It was one of those things that is like, what's on, Mr. Ed? Okay. You have to imagine <laughs> that the joke of it kind of gets old. Yeah, after really, a right? Bit. Well, it was all about sort of like the secret of Mr. Ed talking. I mean, when you think about it now, it's like really this like psychodrama that this guy's got this <laughs> talking horse and nobody else can hear it talk and. It's like there's some serious damage going on. Really? Yeah. They had to like oh, because he never he would never he would never he talk would never in front talk of anybody, anybody else. else. Okay, that's what it yeah. is. Oh, that, you know, sorry so, the spoilers for Mr. Head fans. Yeah. You know, and hijinks would ensue. I of course, of course they do. Uh, but I, I you're right. It's like how could you have multiple seasons of that? But yeah. they did. They did. They did it. They did. Yeah. And here we are now with what the star okay. of Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. <laughs>